1: Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, September third, twenty twenty two. I am your host Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello there. How are you doing? I am very well, Gordon. How are you?
2: I am. I, I have. I have been better, but a nine nil win and some very other but things. Fuck
1: you. No, it's not mine. It was it was my 9-0 win. Not, not, not Dundee United oh, yeah. losing Jack Ross. It doesn't matter. Like any, Anyone <laughs> mentioning that scoreline, it doesn't matter what game it was in.
2: We have in some a... interesting bits in the middle section to talk about with that uh, revolving around Andy's predictions for the game. But you'll see we have a third guess. And Andy, would you love to introduce him?
1: No, I want to continue with this just now. We don't mention that. It's been a hard week. Don't need that. Don't need that at all. And alongside Gordo this week is regular travel guest, Mr. Joyce Slenzak. How are you doing, Joyce? You all right?
0: Hey, guys. Yeah, doing all right. Hopefully uh, we can have a little bit better week this week, but definitely uh, put my nose down to the paper, and we've got some good stuff coming. Awesome.
1: Um, and before we hear that good stuff, we'll obviously recap last week, which was a mixed bag of results, but um, the savvy listener surely would have been able to... Uh, Pull the gems out of there because there were some several good ones. It didn't start very well for myself. um, Recapping last week's results. My banker Nagoya at home to Gambo Zaka. Nagoya lost this 2-0 in what was a very symmetrical game. Conceding a goal in the third minute and then the 87th minute to lose 2-0 against a really poor Gambo Zaka side. So that was just awful. Um, Not happy. Bad result for Nagoya. They're in a bad run of form. Probably going to pick against them this week. That they were that bad.
2: Yeah, I think that's a, a wise move. My, my banker was a, a shining light for me. This was uh, paid out way early as well, hundredth minute. Um, so this was uh, <laughs> es- Espanol versus Real Madrid. Uh, didn't start for t- well, it started all right. It was one each at half time. Uh, Real Madrid got the second goal in the 88th minute and the third goal in ninety plus ten. Um, there was a couple of chopped off goals in there as well because I got a few notifications that were like uh, way offside Real Madrid goals, but all of them were Benzema. So, but yeah, that came in one to two, so decent price
1: there. And uh, when, uh, when you get the notification, it doesn't say way offside, does it? It doesn't clarify how much offside. When this, I get this the notification, was. I click to watch the game, and then the game ah, comes okay. up, and
2: then I see fucking Benzema standing on the, the uh, and the penalty box with the rest of the defenders are like now he's so offside that he's just been like fuck it I may as well just get shooting practice like not even not even like any way that this man could have got out of that but yeah so but it did win 3-1 Real Madrid good banker so Joey what have you got what did
0: you have? yeah my uh, yeah my banker was not not as successful as I was hoping. I had a Donna Demir score and a Umrania score and I liked over 2.5 and we had a goal in the first 10 minutes. It was in the sixth minute and then a whole lot of shots off target, which is kind of frustrating because my song last week was don't go wasting all your shot attempts. And clearly neither team listened because there were 15 attempts for both sides. And only six total attempts on target between the two of them. So it's not great. Very wasteful. Wasteful.
1: Not a good weekend for the bankers, but it does get better from there. My value pick was in the Japanese J league where 26 games relatively into that season. I say relatively because some teams have played less. Some teams have played more. They're, uh, they're playing catch up and what's been a reasonably disrupted schedule. But the league's taking shape and I'd uh, picked Kawasaki at home against Kashima. This was third versus fourth at the time and this paid out and a Kawasaki went after 14 minutes when they went 2-0 up. So they ended up winning the game 2-1 um, but to get the payout notification after 14 minutes is always a great success. So very happy with that as the value pick.
2: That was a great value pick. Mine, mine wasn't, again, pretty close though. I had Fiorentina Napoli and I had taken Napoli away. This game ended nil-nil. Um, both team, it was a pretty even game. Um, not really much to say about it apart from that. I even watched the highlights package to attempt to glean something from this, but there was really not much to it. Uh, I didn't get any notifications throughout it for being you know, goals chopped off or anything like that. Both teams had you know, much the same possession. 51 versus 49, 13 goal attempts to 10. Fiorentina had more on target. Lapley had more off target. Just nothing happened for them in the game. Um, but again, not still happy on the side of that there. It wasn't as if Fiorentina ran away with it or anything. And I played plenty of opportunities. They just didn't take them. Mm. So value not great for me. J-Man.
0: Yeah, my uh, my value was not much better either. I was in Korea for Sungnam versus Suwon FC. I liked the Suwon FC win. Um, and unfortunately... Sungnam went up uh, one nil on a penalty in the 18th minute, but we were even going into the break and some of them just caught him out on the break uh, on the counterattack in the second half and ended up winning 2-1. So unfortunately, that was not as close to coming in as I hoped it would have been, but interesting nonetheless.
1: So at the weekend, Gordon um, had the wrong Suwon game. I did. And was 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 really? was, inform, was informing me, oh, Joyce picks lost. I was like, Joyce picks still to go. You get a fucking redemption shot of this, and then they lost yeah. as well. So it was double Suwon heartache. It was. Uh, it
2: was the the Suwon boys were not good to me the weekend because I, I didn't. I was like, he's not even messaged about this. Generally, he's pretty active as well. It's uh, <laughs> wrong game, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It was already. It had already passed by then. But uh, yes, both both Suwon teams were not great.
1: On to the outsiders, and these are the the long shots, the big odds. Um, I took at uh, Verl in the German Dritte Liga, so the, the third tier of German football. Bad. These are two bad teams, and I was just um taking the larger odds and what I thought would be a coin flip. Verl won this game three 0 so no outsider win for me.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a particularly. I did see that one uh, on. And the mega had passed by then, but I was looking at it. I was like, "Fuck, this is not great." Uh, mine, mine wasn't much better. Uh, I'd, I'd taken what I thought was quite. A, I'd even guessed the price of this game, which is more heartbreaking. Uh, Racing Santander versus Real Oviedo as is, is a draw. The one 0
1: win for for Oviedo. Close, hey, that's close, man. It's like not, you know, not, you're in not, the you're in the right ballpark.
2: Yeah, it's not a million miles away. Um, from it but again it was it was a goal came i think it was about 60th or 70th minute and just nothing happened after that it was just shut down so again as another another game where a singular goal would have done everything i was looking for in it much like the value slot and much like the next bit so uh but yeah and no outsider
0: for me however joey
2: how do you do yeah uh,
0: yeah my my outsider was a little bit much much of the same. I was in Austria for Tirol versus Wolfsberger and Tirol took a 1-0 lead in the 5th minute but then managed to concede three more goals in the final 85 minutes. So, unfortunately that didn't come in. I was hoping Wolfsberger would be kind of a little more tired and Tirol would be up for it especially playing at home, but unfortunately we got Wolfsbergered.
2: We very much did. We uh, I I uh... I did see that. I got the notification for the all goal and I was like, brilliant, this is it. And then I looked uh, after the game, I had a wee look at it and I was like, ah, that was their shot. (laughs) That was their one Uh, shot. (laughs) But but, hey, it's an outsider, mate. They're meant to be a bit out there, so no problem.
1: I love that you've coined a new past participle, Julie. Wolfsburgered. I like it. I'm just trying. Hopefully it sticks. I'll be using that going forward, just in various situations. Just throw that out there. <laughs> Business meetings, lunch with a girlfriend, whatever. Wolfsburg. On to the charity travel then, and this is where one pick from each of us, a tenor of our own money, and all the proceeds go to a charity of our choosing. I had a good result um, on Sunday at three pm on Hearts versus St Johnston, where I took a home win for Hearts. They went one 0 up. Uh, they went one nil down. Two one up. Two all. And then Lauren Shanklin scored a penalty 10 minutes from time to give the win to Hearts. So a win in the charity column for me in a 2 out of 4 week which is pretty average. Joey
2: do you want to do your bit then in here and then we can talk about mine and I think you know where yeah. this is going.
0: Yeah I might as well. So I was in uh, Belgium for and Antwerp and this was by far one of my best picks of the week and I was actually really, really loving this one I wish I had kind of taking it as a single instead of putting it in every single coupon. Um, But I loved Antwerp on the double chance and they trailed for five minutes after Ghent opened up the scoring in the 10th minute. They quickly equalized after the 15th and then a Michael Frey penalty in the 27th minute gave them the two, one lead and they just held on for the rest of the game. Um, Gent was really, they were a bit, Hard done in some of the VAR calls. Luckily, I was able to watch some of this game. Um, and that'll definitely be a hot topic for the Gen Manager for a long time to come. But hey, we all love a little drama, and especially when it works in our favor, I'm definitely not complaining.
1: Yeah, superb. It took a double chance and just went out and won it straight up anyway. Love it, Joey. Great pick. Which means two out of two in the charity resting on Gordo. Regular listeners will know this is a situation that we are in a lot. Gordon, how did it go on? Great, mate. Uh,
2: Yeah, really good. Um, If you consider uh, the opposite of good. It was uh, Valenciennes (laughs) versus San Etienne. I'd taken uh, this game to be a home win after San Etienne got a doing a couple of weeks ago. Started off great. Valenciennes were up 1-0 after 26 minutes. Conceded in the 30th, conceded in the 48th, and then equalised a 90 plus 3 to make it back to a draw. They were never close to winning this game. It's not as if a, a draw wasn't a, a... It was one goal, but a draw wasn't a result that really... F- it flattered them a bit. They were a bit battered by this. I mean, San Etienne tonight have went on and done some damage. I think they were playing against uh, someone else. I think it was... I can't remember who it is, but the they game might still be going. But uh, San Etienne went out and gave someone a doing tonight. Bastia. Yeah, they beat them 5-0 tonight. So... Having that crowd back has made a huge difference to them and having fans back in the stadium. But yeah, I killed it this week. Um Hopefully we'll not be doing that next week uh, and I'll be backing it. At- you will and- be
1: backing it again. Such is life. Old habits die hard. Let's, let's throw all the cliches out there. But
2: overall... I was, I was Wolfsburgered.
1: No, no, I think that means something to do with hard luck as opposed to just being generally shit. <laughs> who, who knows, though? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, oh, overall, a, a reasonable week. There were there were good picks in there. There were some, like especially Gordon's, there was a lot of one goals in there that on another day, he hits four out of four because he did hit four out of four last week. Um, so we should all remember that. Um, so overall... We take it and we move on and hopefully uh next week the picks go in our favor. We're heading up to the ad break, but those of you watching on Patreon will get the middle section. So www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet or search for trample bet on the Patreon app. You get this podcast as soon as it's released as a video file, um, which includes rather than an advert in the middle, the middle section where we talk about picks that perhaps didn't make the show or other things that we like about the weekend or sometimes just shoot the breeze about football. As a Patreon subscriber, it's about £6 a month. You also get a whole lot of other stuff. You get the cheat sheet, which is all the picks written down each week so you don't have to take notes. And some extra content as well if there's a big event in the golf calendar or the darts or the horse racing. So come a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. We'd love to have you. Right. I think that's the first half. We shall see you after the break. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for Saturday, September 3rd, 2022. Usual process, banker picks from each of us, value picks from each of us, outsider picks from each of us, and then we'll wrap it all up with a charity treble. One pick each, on a threefold, all proceeds going to a charity of our choosing. Um, You know, that requires all three picks to come in, Gordon, so...
2: You just you just focus on hitting your banker. Something
1: <laughs> I love it, and my banker is Saturday at noon in the German Bundesliga's vice So the second tier of German football for Paderborn versus Magdeburg, and the home win for Paderborn is one to two. Um, we're only six games into the season. Paderborn already top thirteen points from six games, scoring twenty times and conceding eight. And that is opposed to Magdeburg, who are 16th with just the four points from their opening six games, scoring nine but conceding 11 goals. So they're basically the antithesis of each other at this early point in the season. Um, Paderborn have played three matches at home so far. They've won them all. They've scored 16 times at home and conceded just four from three games. That's, and that's a lot. Historically, these teams actually really like to draw. So if you were to look at the uh if you were to look at the head-to-head, you'll see a lot of draws in there. But this season I like the look of a strong starting Paderborn against a Magdeburg team. they look a bit out of sorts and they are conceding a huge amount of goals. Um you have to go back to friendly in June against Regional North Side BSV Raiden. For the last time that Magdeburg kept a clean sheet, and since then they've played ten games and conceded twenty-eight goals. So I think Paraborn should see them off.
2: Nice. Home wins one.
1: Home wins one to two. One to two. I mean that's a common theme
2: uh, in the bank area because I think mine will go off at one to two as well. Um, I'm in the Premier League uh, traditional evening kickoff on a Saturday night. This is uh, not traditional. Well, it's it's always a late game. Um, so at five thirty, uh, this is Manchester City away at Aston Villa. I'm glad that Dave isn't on this week for this. Um, I could stop it right there. <laughs> Man City are just going to beat Villa. Like they, they just are a terrifying. Erling Haaland is is frightening as a as a proposition in the Premier League. He scored a hat trick last week. And he was nonchalant about it. It didn't even look like it bothered him. Um, they are conceding goals, however. Four out of the last five times these fixtures have met. that have been both teams to score, with the outlier in there being a 2-0 Man City win at home uh, in 2021. Man City will win this game. They're playing Forest tomorrow night. Villa have been rubbish to start the season thus far. From their first four games, they've only taken three points, and that came from a, a 2-1 win against Everton, who we're struggling to start off with. Um, City will win this game. 4-11, 1-2, rough price at the moment. Getting Man City at that. There'll be a point in the season, I, I've said this a couple of times in the first few weeks, there'll be a point in the season where that's a much shorter price. That's like 1-12 or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, they are playing uh, Villa away and Gerrard's in a bit of a sugly peg at the moment. He he's They're they're not sure if he's the man for them at this point. Um, he's, I think he's probably got a bit of FOMO now that um, Gio has got Rangers back into Europe. But, Yeah. Man City away at Villa. Joey, what you got for your banker?
0: All right. So for my banker, I'm going to be in Belgium here. And we've got Charleroi hosting Ghent on Sunday. And this is at 5.30 p.m. So we've got seventh place Charleroi having scored nine goals, conceding nine goals with three wins and three losses on their uh, record sheet so far. And then we've got ninth place Ghent who have only won two and have drawn two through five scoring nine goals, conceding seven. Um, the reason why I like both teams to score is because I think that's a great price at 1.65-ish. Um, and the reason for that is because Kent has only kept one clean sheet in their last 11 matches, and they've seen both teams to score in seven of those ten, or seven of their last ten. Charlotte have also been held scoreless only once in their last 11 matches, and have seen both teams to score in eight straight home matches with over two, not over 2.5, over 3.5 in five of those eight biggest key here for me um obviously the prices are kind of going to come short on Ghent because they've got just a massively potent attack with uh hugo kuipers that they just signed from my last season favorite Mechelen. um but currently Ghent are going to have to play Anderlecht in a makeup game on thursday in between their fixture with Charleroi, and i think that'll just Give Charleroi that much more of a chance, and obviously the books think that Gen yeah, are going to score. So this is really more on Charleroi, and I I love getting one point six five for that.
2: Cool man, very concise banker, J man. I like it. I like it.
1: Yeah, I like it too. There are no odds up on three six five for that price yet, and um, getting Charleroi. Joey,
0: but do you care to mind- you
2: care to give a guess for it? Yeah, this this may be our thing. What, what do you think it's going to open up?
0: Oh. At? So it looks like it's at one point six five on UniBet. I think it'll probably open right up around that. Yeah, I, I could see it getting as short as like one point six though. Okay. If it's at one point seven though, oh, I'm all over it.
2: Yeah, I think we're heading. Into okay. The te- I think we're in heading into the territory of the uh, what's the big short where you're just betting on you're betting on
1: bets and on
2: bets and on bets. But yeah, so I know I like it, Joey. Great pick.
1: Cool. So, they are the bankers for this week, hoping to do better than last week. That was uh, not a great result for us. But onto the values where we've had certainly more success. My values in the Japanese J1 league, so the top flight of Japanese football on Saturday at 11 a.m. UK time for Shonen versus Kawasaki. And the away win for Kawasaki Frontale is better than even money 12 to 11. So they're now up to third place in the table. They're only two points behind top of the league, Yokohama F Marinos and both teams have played 24 matches. Hiroshima are placed second. So you've got uh, Yokohama, then Hiroshima, then Kawasaki, but they've played three more games. So Coming into the business end of this season, it looks like a straight-up fight between Yokohama and Kawasaki. And Kawasaki in a really good run of form right now. They've taken 12 points from the last five league games, and they've got a great chance to push for top spot against Shonen, because they've only managed three points from their last five games. They're 15th overall. They're just one point above the relegation spaces. They're not very good. And as I say every week, getting Kawasaki against anyone in this league Better than even money Should just be taken regardless And this is a great spot Considering the league positions In the form of both sides So my value pick is Kawasaki Frontale to win away As shown in Belmere At odds of 12 to 11
2: Spicy mm. So Value time for me um, And this is Let me take you to A, a bit of an oddity actually Which is a, Did you know that Andorra play in La Liga 2 there's a team from Andorra that, that plays in the Spanish league. I suppose they could choose either, playing uh, Spain or France. Uh, I don't like them this week, though. Um, I'm taking Granada away at Andorra. Granada have won their first three games uh, of the La Liga 2 season. If you remember from last season, they were relegated by a singular point on the last day behind Cadiz. Um, a bit heartbreak for them, but they've started off the the way they need to continue so far. Um, and they've, they've given out kind of three wins for themselves. And Dora have started okay for them, I would say. They beat last week's, um, well, Outsiders for me. They beat Racing Santander um, 1-0. They kind of started off the way that people would expect them to and the the teams that got relegated for them. So that was Las Palmas and and Gijon in there. um, They have... They, they lost to the two kind of guys who've been parachuted down there, but they did beat another team that came up with them. So I think they'll probably hang around in this division, but they can't quite keep up with guys who've got bigger budgets that have just been parachuted out of that league. So I like Granada away here. Um, you get them at what I think is rather ridiculous odds of five to four, or on Unibet, 11 to nine, which is a really odd way of expressing that. Um, but yeah, five to four for me in there. I think Gran- Granada will probably win this game one nil. You're not going to get. I think like, this is actually an early payout league, but you wouldn't be getting an early payout anyway. It's the kind of game they'll be they'll be winning one nil. They'll score early. They'll hold on to it. But so yeah, I like Granada away at Andorra five to four. Joey,
0: yeah. So for my uh, my value pick this week, I'm going to take it to Germany, and this is on Saturday at 2:30 p.m. And I like Bremen traveling to Bochum. And I like over one and a half goals for Verde Bremen. You can get that around even money, which I thought was phenomenal value. And so I say that because we've got 10th place Verde Bremen having scored 10 goals, conceded 10 goals through four matches. And they've only lost once so far. So that's three, two draws and one win. And Pokemon, on the other hand, have not won yet. They have conceded 13 goals in their four matches and they've only scored three. So the key here, besides the fact that Bochum are really just struggling, and granted, that's not helped by a 7-0 defeat to Bayern, but to be fair, that'll happen to a lot of teams Yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bremen have actually scored two-plus goals in six straight matches. And I know looking at the prices, you've got the Berta Bremen win at 2.37-ish versus over one-and-a-half team totals at evens. And Bremen could very easily win this game, and they probably should. But being that they're away from home, I, I'm sh- absolutely certain they're going to get at least one. And so I think, for the sake of just getting getting this one in and making sure we, we get get a good, get a winner in there, um, I think over one and a half team totals is phenomenal value. Uh, Bochum have actually lost four straight matches, and they've conceded two plus goals in seven of ten matches this season. So. Realistically, this is my early two-goal payout. If Bremen win, it's not going to be one-nil. So, I I think I'd rather just get this in and kind of keep the ball rolling. Get ready for that uh, that mega coupon
1: Nice one, Joey. No, I like it. So uh, the value pick I've just uh, put it on at Bet three six five there. So Kawasaki Frontale twenty-one and twenty now. Granada five to four. And over one and a half Verde Bremen goals in their match against bokum is even money. So that combines to an 8.22 to 1 treble, which is pretty damn good. I like those odds. On to the outsider picks. This is where we try and find something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog. And we actually quite like the look of. So for me, this is Saturday at 11 a.m. in the Japanese J1 League. So again, in the top flight of Japanese football for a Vispa Fukuoka against Nagoya Grampus. Um, and these teams are only separated by five points in the table now through 26 matches, so a large sample size uh, considering the size of the season. Nagoya in 10th place, Fukuoka in 12th. Um, Nagoya put in a really lacklustre and poor performance last week, falling to 2-0 to Gambo Zaka at home. But Fukuoka managed to draw away at Saga and Tosu, which is, which is an alright result and typical of them. Uh, really to keep things tight and grind things out. If you were to look at the five-game form table here, it isn't quite representative of Fukuoka's abilities as they've recently played both Kawasaki Frontale and the Kashima Antlers, and most mid-table to lower quartile teams will take two Ls in that spot. So I'm not that bothered about that. Before that in August, they beat Kobe twice in the Cup, and that's their good results. Um, Fukuoka are much better at home than they are on the road and they keep things really really tight Nagoya travel very poorly they've got the second worst away record in the league they've only picked up 11 points from 13 away games I don't think Nagoya should be the favourites here and and they are according to the bookies so I much prefer either a draw or a home win and I'm going to take the home win because it's 2-1 to one. so I think Avispa Fukuoka to beat Nagoya but this could I could easily be as well tipping in a draw here. I just don't think Nagoya Grampus should be the should be the favourites. So you know, do what you will with that information. But for the purposes of the mega and it'll be uh, a Fukuoka win. Nice one. I mean,
2: uh I might have a wee nibble at a double chance on that one if you think that it's uh, against that, but it'll probably be uh, that's that's towards more bankery material. But sounds good to me back in them, fuck boys. Um <laughs> so this is probably the next game that for the outsider for me is the game that I want to talk about the most um, because I think it's a really captivating matchup so I'm in Norway uh, this is the elite series in round 21 and it's Bodo Glimt versus Molde now these are two teams right at the top of the table Molde top of the league 48 points Bodo on 41 in second position these guys have both got to go in playing Europe after this game and they've both gone into respective so Bodo are in the the Europa League Molde are in the Conference League and both of them are going to want to do well in there Bodo are at home in this game Molde are away this game itself doesn't really have much form in that Molde won the last two when they played at home then they lost to Bodo They, they won away from home it's been a dross it's not as if there's like a trending thing in here it's kind of a game that can throw up anything here Now, I've got a sneaking suspicion that both teams would be quite happy to shake hands while one-each draw right now. Now, I'm not going to call a one-each draw. I'm going to call a draw overall. But I think looking at the table, this is not what's going to decide the league, but it is a game that you need to get something out of. And I think if you looked at both these teams right now and went, Moldy, you're top of the league. How would you like an additional point? And Bodo, you don't give away any ground to them and you can make the charge later on. I think they'd both be happy with that. And that's why I'm quite happy to take a draw here and that's why I'm going to take that at 11-4 in that spot. Um, I just think this game's going to be a draw. Um, both teams look like they'd quite like it. Bodo have got to play PSV and Mould have got to play I think it's Kishvarda or someone they've got to, to go away and, and have a have a shot at later on in the week. Um, is it Kishvarda? Let me check. No, it's Ghent. Sorry, very, very conference league tie that. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the draw here. Eleven to four.
1: I'd just like to think there were some listeners of ours there in their head going, Oh man, he's got that wrong because they already know the full fixture list. Uh,
2: yeah. Damn it. Just off,
1: these
0: just off the and... top of their
2: head. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: you could have got away with that, Gordon.
2: Um, but yeah, so the draw in there. So Joey, how are you going to finish the outsider treble in nine of twelve?
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm gonna revert back to last season's I guess, go-to outsider pick. And for this week on Sunday at 5.15 p.m., I've got Adana Demir Spore again. But this time they're traveling to Hatay Spore. And I like an Adana win plus both teams to score. And you can get that around 4.5 or 7 to 2. And so Adana have picked up three wins in their first four matches, scoring nine goals, conceding seven or conceding six. Well, Hatayspor have not won in three attempts so far because there's one extra team in the uh, the Turkish league at the moment. So one team gets a break in between and Hatayspor got the first break. So lucky them. Unfortunately, as it hasn't helped them because they haven't won since. And they've only scored one goal, conceding four during that stretch and losing four straight. If you go back to their last friendly against Umranyespor, interestingly, who won three nil, but couldn't Managed to score against Adana, but neither here nor there. Uh, playing at home, Hatayspor have only kept one clean sheet in their last eight matches, and they've seen both teams to score in four of their last five, with only one win during one win during that stretch. Adana have also picked up four wins in the last seven, with two clean sheets in eight matches so far this season. But those were both at home, and away from home, they've seen both teams to score and over two point five in the last six away matches. So ultimately here, I think Adana are one of the teams to keep an eye on this season. And so I think this is a good spot early in the season for them to catch a kind of struggling hot uh, tie that are kind of still sputtering, but playing at home and Adana away from home, um, I think this is a good spot where both teams have a good chance. And this, hopefully, fingers crossed, should be an entertaining match, unlike last week's uh, Adana offering. But I think ultimately... The books are kind of shading it towards like a 1-1 draw, maybe a 2-2, but I think Adama should have more than enough to kind of get that extra goal and go on to win the game once everything eventually goes level.
1: Cool, cool. So Avispa Fukuoka, home to Nagoya Grampus, is 2-1. A draw between Bodo, Glimt and Molde is 16-5 on 365 just now. Oh, nice. And Adama, Demir Sport and yes when it comes to the both teams to score market against Sport, It's 72. And that works out quite a large 55.7 to 1 if you fancy the treble. I always take the outsiders as a tricksy, so I just need two out of three. Um, And if all three come in, then we are gravy. And if none come in, then it's fine because it's a small stake bet because we're betting on underdogs. They're the main picks from the podcast this week, but now we have the matter of the charity treble. One pick from each of us, put on a threefold, £10 of our own money, and any returns that we get go to a charity to be announced as and when the winners come in. I think I may be the last game chronologically this week, but I will start us off Sunday, 4.30pm, in the English Premier League for Man United versus Arsenal. And I'm going to take the Gunners, Arsenal, to win away from home at odds of 13 to 8. Man United seem to have steadied the ship a bit. They, um, they beat Liverpool and they've just recently won at Southampton. But Arsenal sit top of the table. Tw- perfect 12 points from four games. They've scored 11 goals, but they've only conceded three. Um, it's early in the season, but we've all seen how Man U have struggled. And Arsenal just look like a different force this year with Jesus leading the line. I like the underdog price on Arsenal man your favorites at six to four and Arsenal underdogs at thirteen to eight if this was any other league and you didn't know the teams you'd think that was mental that pricing structure based on what's gone on so far so I like the underdog price here It should be a great game to watch, and I will be watching it so I think it'll be fun to have some skin in the game um you know represented by the charity bet so I'm gonna take an Arsenal win away from home at Man U and that is my charity pick for this week Joey won't like it because he's a Man U fan that is fine Gordon, don't know his opinion on it but I presume he'll like it because he's recently backed Arsenal to win this league uh-huh. after seeing their opening couple of games so I, I presume did. he's going to be on board with this
2: I mean, I'm mean, i very on board with that, I took Arsenal to win and I've also got Arsenal and Napoli in a double which, a tenner on that right. returns about £1,000 so it seems quite nice from there but uh, yeah, I mean Zinchenko is is just I'm signing man. He may be injured for this game. Nah, I seen him. I seen he was at. I seen people were talking about he's at the uh, he was at Luton Airport going to get treatment somewhere. So like, hopefully he may be back for it. But um, yeah, I still think he probably got enough to do in a rather sorry Man United side that still beat Liverpool. So I the severity I take this week with I will take you to the Stadio Mario Rigamonte in Brescia in the Sierra B in a team. That has done me so well in the past that I choose to revisit them. Uh, so this is a Saturday kickoff. It's one o'clock. So I don't know if I'm first, but a uh, good chance I am. Um, and I, I hope to start it well. Uh, Brescia have started pretty well this season. Uh, we're three games in. They've got six points. Um, they took a loss at Frosinone, but apart from that, they haven't conceded a goal. Uh, they, they conceded three in that game. Um, but apart from that, they haven't conceded a goal. They 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 beat Como away from home and they beat recently promoted Sud-Tirol um, as well in here. they played against a Perugia team that they beat in the Sierra B playoffs. Uh, they eventually lost to Monza who are who are now in the Sierra A. Um, but they're a team that shouldn't really be in this league. They They flattered a bit to the sea last year in that they started fantastically they started I think Pat, Paddy Power had paid out on them they were about 10 or 12 points clear at one point and then they kind of faltered a couple of injuries towards the end of the season and and, and dropped back into those places for, for playoffs um, Perugia started awfully uh, they lost to Barry 3-1 they drew 0-0 with Parma they lost 2-0 to uh, Palermo who have just been promoted um, they lost 3-2 to Calgary, who are another team that I would rate Calgary much the same as Brescia here. They've just came down, and Brescia are a team that are looking to be to be back up in there. Um head-to-head's pretty good. Uh, Brescia obviously beat them in the playoffs. Uh, they beat them earlier on that year, uh, 2-1 as well. You'll get Brescia at 5-6 here. Uh 9-10. Good price. That's
1: good, a good price.
2: Good price in there. Pretty simple cha- uh, ch- charity bet for me. Hoping it can come in and, and reverse last week's fortunes. So with the final pick and what I assume, I can only assume, will be twelve of twelve. Uh, Joey, what do you have to round us
0: out this week? All right. So for my charity pick this week, um, it's actually going to be on Friday. So I think I will be the first oh. pick of the uh, the charity. like got to kick it off a, on the right
1: One a day, Joey. I like you, that. You stay out of the Liga Nationale
2: right now. That's what you need to do. <laughs> uh, don't do me.
0: <laughs> what you got then? Yeah. So for my uh, my charity pick, I've got. The Brugge, the Bruges derby, and I've got Club Bruges versus Circle Bruges, and I like both teams to score. I saw at Unibet it was at 1.9 initially, but having to see more books kind of grabbing it, it's kind of drifting towards 1.75, but I still like it at that price. And we've got Bruges on. We have Club. See, now I can't say Bruges as the uh, the short name. It'll be it'll be Club Bruges. On 13 points, scoring 13 goals, conceding seven through six matches. And Cirque Bruges are on five points. They've only scored three goals and have conceded seven goals. But a lot of this is going to be based on Bruges, Club Bruges, because they haven't kept a clean sheet. They've only kept one clean sheet in their past six matches. And aside from the, the Super Cup in Belgium, They've only kept that one clean sheet in their last twelve matches so far to start the season. And unfortunately for Circle Bruges, a lot of their lack of scoring, I think, can be attributed to a couple of red cards, which that certainly happened in their first away match against Westerlo, where that could have very easily been two one, ended up two-nil. But in their last away match against Genk, who are Definitely going to be challenging for the title as one of the mo- most potent offenses in the league so far. That was 2-1. And they also have a nice win against Anderlech. Um, That was 1-0, of course, with Anderlecht getting a red card after going down 1-0. But really, a lot of this is kind of not fading Bruges because they should more, more than comfortably win this game or could more than comfortably win this game. But I still think there's a lot of value on both teams to score. And looking at the historical matchup, in this sort of derby um CERCLA have not been held scoreless in five straight matches they've won 2-0 drawn 1-1 1-2 2-1 and 2-1 with the last three 2-1 wins being club club Rouge wins so i think this will be a cagey affair and club have kind of caught themselves over exposing themselves and kind of bringing too many men forward. And I think would definitely have the firepower to catch them on the break. And this should hopefully be another good, entertaining match and hopefully get the uh, charity bet off to a good start.
2: It's an in- it's an interesting one because Jack Hendry, who'd, who'd went over there, who John had covered quite a bit in the Scots Abroad pod, has just been loaned out to Cremonese, who are just... Really? and Which is bizarre because he must just not go on with this coach because in not playing him, they're conceding goals like fuck. Um, but yeah, I'm sure as Andy would... I'm sure Andy, would you like to see your favourite line from uh,
1: one of your favourite films about this yeah, In What, in Bruges? Was it not just fucking Bruges? Fucking Bruges, you've been up the tower, yeah, I've seen the views, fucking shit. Yeah, we all love, we all love in Bruges, it's absolutely wonderful. I, I was thinking about that when Joey was talking, I was, I talking. Would was be... like, how do I show her in a reference and how did I shoehorn a reference? in Gordon's right there just asking me straight up for one. So if any of our listeners haven't seen the film in Bruges, get it. It's absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. Best thing about Bruges, other than the view from the tower, obviously. <laughs> Which is shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our charity travel for this week. It is Arsenal to beat Man United, Brescia to beat Perugia. And both teams to score in the Bruges Derby, Club Bruges versus Circle of Bruges. And that is a threefold comes out eight point one eight to one. So ten pounds would return at ninety-one point eight seven. Which is pretty good. Well and hopefully done. we will we will be donating that to a charity next weekend. Um we do have a Facebook group, everyone. Uh, please do join us. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Um, it's, it's free to join We've got a couple of hundred members in there Talking about football Our best picks for the weekend um, Talking about other sports too uh, We already mentioned Michael Stokes and his rugby Hit another winner at the weekend So um, do come in, be a part of that We have a Patreon So it's £6 a month It really helps us out guys Give something back to the show But we also give extra to you The video podcast as soon as it's released The cheat sheet of all the picks written down The middle section Um, where you get to hear uh, Joey essentially with all his extra picks for this week because he was the man with the content this week Uh, and we also produce extra content podcasts for other sports as well as and when there are major events Gordon, Joey it's been an absolute pleasure thank you very much for coming on Uh, all that's left to say is best of luck for this weekend happy hunting bye The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughan Gordon McLarnon and Gary Black part of the sports social podcast network find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk sports social
0: podcast network